I've got a story for you tonight you'll never forget. The man that was born four times. Our text is in John, the third chapter, beginning with one. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher sent from God, but no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God, for that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, I say unto you, you must be born again. Now my sermon says... You must be born again and again and again. 
You can't help that first one. Are you people asleep? You didn't have a thing to do with your first birth. Mama and Daddy did it all. And that's why you must be born again. Because not even Daddy and Mama can bring you here S-A-V-E-D. If you've never heard a sermon in your life, you need, and I need, this one. It explains to me why we have such a hard time living right. People who've never been born again, it's, it's like trying to climb a hill too steep. You've got to be born again to climb. Now, Jesus told this educated man that, and he didn't understand. So Jesus dropped it on him heavy here in verse 5. Except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, which means that mama and daddy's bringing you here is not enough to keep you out of hell. You better enjoy your heaven in Las Vegas. If you don't get another birth other than the one that ushered you into the world. Must. You know, Jesus didn't use the word, I respectfully suggest that you be born again. I'll take my coat off. You are I'm about to fight you tonight. Come on. Get it, boy. Get it, get it, get it. I've got, look, it took me five hours to put this thing together. I don't play games. Now, I said to you again, that, that beautiful little baby is born L-O-S-T. I don't care how much money you've got. You're still lost. What kind of car you drive? Still lost. Marvel not. Uh, 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 that's not how we talk. Don't let it surprise you. That's what Jesus said. That I say unto you, got to be born again. Now, Nicodemus was a teacher, a professor. Uh, he was even embarrassed for anybody to see him come to Jesus and ask him a question. He was supposed to know it all. He had his degree. So he came by night. And, and, and when Jesus told him he had to be born again, then Nick realized, I mean, Nicodemus, the crazy stuff that came out of his mouth, I feel like calling him Nick. Listen to it. 
Nicodemus said, how, that's verse 4, how can a man be born when he is old? Now, it gets worse. Can he enter? I feel embarrassed to read this coming from a man with a degree. He taught students for money. And listen to this dumb question. Can he enter? This is kind of embarrassing, isn't it? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? That sounds like Henry. Or James. Or some other nut. I hope your name isn't Henry and James. Huh? <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. This is ridiculous. And he is talking to the source of all wisdom and does not know it. Well, Jesus didn't even honor the question. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God because that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, Nicodemus. Don't let it shock you that I say unto you, you must be born again. Now, let's break it down. The reason we have to be born again, and by the way, there are three agains, not one. You, you got two. Here, but there are three. Except a man or woman be born, be born again, again, and again. He cannot enter. And he cannot see. And everybody's talking about heaven ain't going that. And if you're short of one of those agains, ain't going that. I mean, you ain't going that. Neither I. So let's go with it. Let's go with it. There's something here for you. Now, we can dismiss this first again right quick. Except a man or a child, a woman, be born of this woman. Now, that one's not going to get out of here. And yet, unless he is born of a woman, he doesn't have a problem. Ain't nowhere to go. Did you lose that one? What I just told you is, if you don't come in here by a woman, you sure ain't coming by a man. <laughs> Therefore, men ought to just cut out acting like women. 
Det er sagt. Are these people in shock? Don't sit up and look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. It's advertised on television day and night. Sexual perversion is real. And yet, Jesus said, birth through a woman is legitimate. Birth through a female, that's legitimate. If it occurs as a result of cohabitation between two married people. I didn't hear one amen over here. The only amen I got was over yonder. I'll give you another shot at it. The only way to get in here by the first birth is by a man and a woman. Oh, hold, now I can go to work. But Jesus said, that's not enough. Marvel not, meaning don't let it shock you, baby. I say unto you, if you are going to travel off of this planet in traveling time, you better get another one. Yeah, you must. Yeah, I'm going to do like we do in Alabama. There are no ifs, no ands, and no buts. You must be born again. Now, right quick. This won't take long. No, it won't take long. Let's start off with the second birth. Believe it or not, in talking to Nicodemus, Jesus gave the second birth third. He was probably so shocked at this educated man asking such a dumb question. He said, he's already got scrambled eggs. I'm going to scramble them some more. I love it. I love it. I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm excited about this. So now, the first birth is normal. That's by a woman. The second birth Except a man be born of the Spirit. And the Spirit comes before the water. But Jesus was not teaching homiletically. He's just dealing with a dumb, educated man. Except a man be born of the Spirit. Create in me. Here we come, baby. A clean heart, O oh God, and renew in me a right spirit. Now, we've got urban renewal and every other kind of, re of renewal, but the renewal that we need now is full renewal, full recalibration. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you what I wrote this day. I wrote this day. The Holy Ghost comes to you. And there occurs a recalibration of one's thoughts, 
processes. I'm, I'm describing the new birth again. The, <laughs> there occurs a rerouting of all synaptic connections. Those are nine endings that are in your cerebrum, which is the capital of your intelligence. My God, I'm here tonight with a substitute. You gotta have a change of mind. That's where conversion takes place. Back of the hardest bone in your body. That's this. Why did he make it hard? Because it is the headquarters of your being. You can't even think intelligently if somebody gets behind that frontal bone. Because back there is the oh my God is the throne room of Jehovah. <laughs> that way. That's where the you know. There's some people in there know anatomy and physiology, and I see their heads going like that. The rest of you seem to be wondering. <laughs> so I got to repeat it for you. You are born with a brain, and that brain is the seat of divine authority when you get converted. He doesn't convert your knees. They're too far down. He doesn't even divert your feet. That's why your toes hurt. <laughs> My God! Send his, sends his angel to perform major surgery on your cerebrum. That's right up front behind this heart. So when you read heart in the Bible, the word of a hit in my heart, this means the heart of your intellect, which is your brain. Yeah. Ah, you're coming, you're coming. You're a little, still a little slow, but you're coming. Stay there a minute. I've got more for you. Listen carefully. When a person gets converted, the Holy Spirit does the convert, converting. Let me have your attention. Give me your attention. When a person gets converted, the Holy Spirit performs major surgery on your brain. Wait, wait, let me tell you what hit me about referring to this moment. Holy Ghost comes to you, and there occurs a recalibration of one's thoughts processes. There occurs a rerouting of all synaptic connections. Major surgery, if you please. A blood transfusion at the at the mental level that reaches down to the joints and the marrow and the soul, and the spirit. It, uh, it affects our preferences and our 
into the word conversion. You got that? Second birth. Birth of the mind. That's got to be recalibrated. Birth number three. Born of the water. Now in this there's a lot of confusion in the world. I know where it started, but I will not insult you by telling you when sprinkling came into the church. What I would rather do to you is read what should be in the church now when it comes to being born of the water. Now remember, you got spirit through conversion, right? You got existence from mama, right? Mama, number one. Spirit, number two. Now, here comes water. Except he be born of the water. Matthew chapter 3. One verse will settle that one for you. Matthew chapter 3. And the last two or three verses in there where Jesus got baptized. Listen carefully. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. Now, that couldn't have been sprinkled. I did not hear you. I did not hear you well. Born of a woman, that's what you start. Then, born of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. 
how the highest shall overshadow you. And that holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called, you see, a new you. All right, so you're born of the woman. You got that one. Now, let's hit this water. It says that when Jesus was baptized, he went up straightway out of the water, which meant that he had been down straightway into the water. Then what happened to sprinkling? <laughs> People just don't care. The man puts a little, brings a little bitty baby there, and, and then a little water put on his head, right? And it dries his head, and that's baptism. No, it's not. When Jesus got baptized, he went in the river. And John said, I baptize you in the name, in your own name, and in the name of the Father and the Holy Ghost. And he put him down, brought him up. And so Jesus then came up straightway out of, hey, 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 get this. Jesus came up straightway out of what he had been down straightway into. Have you got that? Well, if you got that, let's get this. There are only two more. There are only two more. Born of the water by baptism. The question arises before I give you that next item. Is if you ever get baptized once, should you ever get baptized again? Answer? If you need it. <laughs> That's like asking, if I take one bath, aren't you glad you came tonight? We're having a good time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got a brain in your ear. All right, listen. If if you if look look look, Jesus did not need two baptisms. When do you need another one? I think I ought to answer that in the book of Acts, the 19th chapter, verses one to five. It's sitting right up there. If you haven't read it lately, John. Acts, Acts chapter 19, 1 to 5. And I read in your hearing. Uh, the first verse says, came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard as whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what were you baptized? They said, Unto John's baptism. And Paul said, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, 
saying unto the people, they should believe on him who should come after him. That is on Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. What does that mean? It means that there is a level of knowledge that you might not have gotten when you got baptized as a little baby. And some of you did. As you grow in grace and in knowledge, you find out so many things that that first baptism didn't wash away. For instance, some of you discovered that that good old Tim Hawk hog meat that raised on it. And here comes Dr. Rock by and said, let me read you something in the Bible because you are already a Christian now. What we want now is growth in grace. Are you listening? And they read and the swine. Now you know what a swine is. You can smell him a block away. Man, if you are driving down the highway and you go through a a place where hogs are being raised. You have to hold your nose till you get through. You're mighty quiet. Uh, uh, did, did, I hit, did I hit somebody in the stomach? Listen to me. Listen to me. You'll live longer if you eat what the Bible says eat. He'll even let you eat some meat. Read Leviticus 11. There's no sin to eat cow. There's no sin to eat a fish that has fins and scales. It's all written in Leviticus 11. Because I don't eat none of them. <laughs> Please excuse me. I became a vegetarian for some good reasons. Not because I want to go to heaven, but because I want to stay here. <laughs> All right. Vegetarianism ain't got a thing to do with going to heaven. Do you know that after the resurrection, Jesus served a fish breakfast to the disciples, fried the fish himself. But I bet you there wasn't a catfish in there. And I know there wasn't no crabs. <laughs> Read the Bible. But then, the reason I quit eating all meat was not so that I could go to heaven, but because I could stay here a little longer. You don't know what I'm talking about. So I've got, no, no, I've got to tell you a story. I was flying coast to coast. I do that quite often. And I sat down beside... Uh, uh, no offense to anybody here, but
But I sat down beside them, and am I so glad to see my white friends here. So, so, so don't feel bad. But look, we've been waiting. We've been waiting on y'all. Get my hand. Come on, you. Tell the rest of them down to be down here and enjoy this thing. Yeah. That I think, like you, I see you smiling. It's a pleasant thing. We've been missing y'all. All right. Now, now, now back to it. I get on this plane traveling nonstop coast to coast. And I happen to sit down by one of my white brothers. Now, I'm one of those peculiar people. I can't sit four and a half hours next to somebody without saying, Hello. So I uh, turned to my brother, whom I did not know, and I said, Hello, we're going to be there four and a half hours. <laughs> we can at least say hello. I'm a preacher, and I happen to love everybody. I've been preached on, on six continents, and you know, I've been there. So, so it wasn't hard for me to say, hello. But he took his newspaper and brought it up some higher. <laughs> and I looked at the brother. I said, he's some kind of a nut. I said, how are you going to hold that paper up there all the way to California? <laughs> all right. Yeah, so I said, so I said, I said, I'm going to get him over Texas. So I let, I let the brother alone, and, we, and, the, and the engines, and he don't know I'm going to get him over Texas. Time came to eat, and that was back when they served meals on planes. They, they are El Cheapo now. But, uh, and I heard the voice of the stewardess. Mr. Cleveland, Mr. Cleveland, you become vegetarian, they call you Mr. Mr. Cleveland, push your button, and I knew what was coming. I pushed my button, and down the aisle, the stewardess came with my vegetarian meal. And she shot it past him. He was sitting over here, and I was sitting over here. He had to let the paper down. <laughs> and, and my meal shot by him, and she, and plus, they called me Mr. Now, after they had fed me, then they fed the rest of the people. <laughs> I don't want to shut up. I got to let y'all in. Listen, but I got to tell you a story. And, and, and uh, so when their time to eat came, they came down the aisle, sliding them plates through, and I looked at his plate, and it was... Uh, adorned with some unfortunate animal that had gotten too close to a human being and did not survive the experience. 
I'm glad you came here the other night. I know it. I'm glad you came. I'm going to look for you Friday night, too. Because I got something else to tell you when I take you to Babylon. Okay, but meanwhile, back on the plane. The sister put a plate in front of him that was adorned with some unfortunate creature who had made the mistake of getting too close to a man and did not survive to experience. Play the tape. Oh, come on. Some of them are not as bright as you are. You got that. <laughs> Big old piece of meat embalmed with hot sauce. Man, you ain't considered to kill the rascal. You gotta get him again so you eat him and hold him down. <laughs> Do you get the you you get the hint? A hint to the wise is sufficient. Well, anyway, to end that, uh, when he saw what I had, and I, I'm, I'm now I'm going right. Just going with my vegetables. He said, <coughs> I said, yes. <laughs> he said, he said, do you eat that all together? Nothing? You don't eat me? I said, no. I eat this, the elephant, and I eat this. That's the power of suggestion. The biggest animal in the world eats like I eat. You didn't know that? You can't make an elephant eat a slab of bacon. And from then on, we were talking. He wanted to know why. And I gave him a lecture to end all it. That white brother will never forget me. Because when I got through with him, he was, he was poking at I killed the rascal's appetite. In conclusion, born of a woman, born of a water, baptism, born of the word, being born, I'll read it to you, being born again, not with corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. That's the third thing. Born of a woman, born of the word, born of the water. And the only reason you go back into the water sometimes 
is for the same reason that you take a bath sometimes. There accumulates, even if you are a saint, there accumulates some things that you don't want to just quit. You want to send them down to the ocean. Is there an amen in this house? Therefore, there will be a baptism. Dr. Rock will have you in. We will accommodate you if you want it. You would like to wash away. Now, now most of the people in this room are Christians. You need to know this. So you're being baptized. I'm, I'm not renouncing my baptism. No. There are some things that you never knew. And you know now. And you've been killing, you've been digging your grave with your teeth and didn't know it. Vegetarians live in America, live an average of 10 years longer than non-vegetarians. It's uncommon sense for you to go vegetarian. In conclusion, first baptism, baptism, the first birth of a woman, second birth of the spirit, third birth of the water. And the fourth birth, being born again. I'm reading it. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For the rest of your natural life, if you come out of the, wa- out of the water, you become an avid reader of the word. And it washes white as snow. That's the Levi. You've been born of the woman. You've been born of the spirit. You've been born of the water. who've been born four times. Many of us have been born of the woman, of course, born of the Spirit, born of the Word, really, because that's why we're here, because the Word of God is working in us. But as Elder Cleveland has already said, there's going to be a baptism. We'll announce some more about it. This, This meeting is not just to provide information. This meeting is to change lives. This meeting is to start new direction. And the Holy Spirit has led you here. You're not here because you were invited by your relative or you saw the sign. You're here because the Spirit of God has led you. And we're going to begin from this revival onward a new and something better kind of way of living. So we'll talk more about that as we get into Friday night. And don't forget this coming Sabbath, the special service. 
And the subject for Friday night is handwriting on the wall. Do what? Read and run. You want to hear that. If you missed any night, it should have been tonight. Don't you miss Friday night. Friday night is going to be the night of all night. Now, don't forget, before we sing in conclusion, all of you who got your certificates, would you please come forward, not now, after the benediction, you come forward with your certificates. And you who got the lessons, you who got the lessons, you come too, because I want to give you a few hints about studying them. And if you're just learning about the Sabbath and the commandments, we have a special lesson for you. You can take it home and it'll give you the scriptures so you can study for yourself. Don't just believe what we say. Read it. And so, if you have the lesson, come. If you didn't get the lesson, but you want more scripture about the commandments and the Sabbath, come. And you who have certificates, come. And we'll talk to you and have a word of prayer when you have the support. Let's sing now. In my heart, in my heart, sit a great revival. Together. In my heart, in my heart, sin a great revival. Teach me how, teach me how to watch and pray and to read, to read the Bible. Our Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the messenger who has brought us the word. And as we learn these things and put them into operation of our life, let us not be discouraged. The devil doesn't like it. The devil's going to try to stop it. But, oh God, by your spirit and by your holy angels, beat back the powers of darkness that your word may be a seed in good soil to produce fruits of righteousness. Now take us all home safely now, dear God, and bring us back on Friday night with others to hear the subject, handwriting on the wall, read and run, and prepare us for that first big Sabbath celebration on the next morning. We ask in Jesus' name, who died to save us and who's coming soon to redeem us, let all the people say, Amen. God bless you. We'll see you on Friday night. If you got your certificate, please come forward. If you got one of the lessons, please come forward. And if you didn't get one of the lessons, but you want some more scriptures about the Sabbath and the commandments, we have a special lesson for you.